to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. We're back again. I am Alexa, your host, and with me is my freaking fabulous co-host, Ambie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Ambie. I'm. I feel like Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so true. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire is awesome. Just FYI. Yes. Even yeah. though Robin Williams was no, – just kidding. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, today we haven't done any – you know, we haven't done many psychic things lately. And so we were feeling like, um, you know, a conversation with our, our Arcturian friend John might be uh, appropriate right now. So uh, Ambie's going to get into uh, her state and we're going we're gonna to talk to John, see what he has to say. All right, go ahead, and um, I guess I'm going to – he's here, but he's not, like, popped in yet. Okay. So just... – um, but he keeps patting me on my head, so he's here. Um, okay. hanging out. All right. Hey, John. Hello. <laughs> um, so first thing I want to ask is what is going on right now with – the energy because it feels freaking intense on all levels. Like I have never felt this way before with the energy of the universe. I don't know what's going on. All of the energies are coming together right now to create something new that like a Tetris game, a different piece of different puzzles coming together to align different people and it has to do with your chakras, the chakra mainly in the the connective chakra in the head of oh, the crown chakra. Um, what else? Trying to... Trying to feel into it as much as you can and relax and release. And that's a good way to hold on to the energy and to release it like the ocean. Let it come and let it flow back and forth. That is rocking back and forth. That is insane that you just said that because just five like ten minutes before before now, I was talking to one of our listeners, Tori, and I was she was talking about the energy and I was like yeah, girl, it's okay. You know, it's just like we got to move back and forth, back and forth, like the tides of the ocean, like it's natural, like back and forth, back and forth in one direction. And it's like in and out. And I was specifically saying exactly what you just said. So that's crazy. Um, 
yeah, so what is this going what is this going to do? Essentially, what is this? Because I've been, I, I know I've been releasing a lot this week. I know Aunt V has, um, I mean, I've specifically been pretty emotional this week. Like what, what's, are, are we like up leveling or what's happening with us? Exactly. It's aligning you with your different purposes here on this planet. So with um, healers purposes in, in general, you're going to feel more emotions. Um, you're going to be sadder. You're going to with disruptors, you're going to disrupt more. You're going to be more uh, triggered and more disrupted. With um, intuitives, you're going to feel a lack of intuition. You're feeling all of the emotions that you would normally feel to solidify what you do feel. But it's going to come together. It's going to align in the next few weeks. Okay. And it'll release and then it'll come back again in a few months. And it's just this flowing of energy, but it's helping align your purpose because a lot of intuitives and a lot of people say, do you really want this? Do I really want this intuition? Do I really want to be doing healing work? Do I really want to be making this difference? And then when it's taken away from you, you see how important it is and how much you really want it and how it really does affect your life. So that's what's happening. That's one of the things happening right now is it's uh, going out to sea, as it were, and it'll mm. come back. Mm. Wow. That's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, so Ambie had a question for you, John, um, you know, since she's being you right now. Um, what is she so afraid of in in taking – leap like into you know uh her her purpose like what is she so afraid of in making the jump from what she's doing now to what she wants to do she's afraid of success she's afraid of being the person that everybody's looking at she's afraid of being in the spotlight she's afraid that she's not enough and that it won't be good enough for people she's afraid of her own success and what what does she do about that to remedy that she has to jump off the ledge. Does that mean quitting her job? She she could quit her job and she would be fine. She could stay in her job and she would be fine too. It would just take her a little longer than she's anticipating. But... Quitting her job would propel her. Her back would be up against the wall and it would propel her to do things that she doesn't want to do right now, that she makes excuses for not doing right now. Um, quitting her job would be the fastest route. But with financial stress comes resistance, as Abraham talks about. But we could take care of that as well. What do you mean take care of that? Financially, we would help support her so she wouldn't have to worry about the financial stress. Um, she's blocking her own intuitive gifts right now and her own intuition with all of all of the material things that she's so concerned with at this time and all of the things that really don't align with her purpose is too much in her head right now. Her her hair keeps coming up for some reason. Um, yeah, also, how she looks. 
Yes. How she, how others perceive her physical appearance, how, uh, she doesn't add up to other people financially and, um, different cars and things of that nature. And what she's not understanding that we hope she remembers or that she hears after this is that that those things don't matter. That's not why she's here on this planet. She's here on this planet to help others expand and grow internally, not externally. There are some people here that will help you expand and grow externally and receive a lot of monetary um, substance for that. She's not one of those people. She won't be one of those people and that's okay. What she is, she's going to help people grow internally and come to their own conclusions instead of looking for other sources outside themselves. And she needs to be that person before she can help others. Mm. Okay. And how does she be that person? She's been that person uh, before. But when you are manifesting at a faster rate, uh, as many of you are, um, you see truly what you're capable of. So you want more and you want more and you want more. And that's her roadblock that's coming up for her right now is uh, she's realizing that she's literally creating her own reality. So she wants to create cars and she wants to create money and she wants to create houses. And these things are not really what she's here on this planet to create. These things are um, roadblocks for her. And when she didn't have this ability to create her own reality, when she was not aware of this ability, rather, um, it was much clearer to her what her purpose was. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Well, I have a question now, too, on the same vein, just for me. What is my block with, because Ambie and I were having a very raw and real and honest conversation today about our podcast which you're on right now, and um, a pattern that continues to come up for me about um, when I start something, I get really into it, and then suddenly after it's launched, I have a lot of resistance come up, and I try to kind of pump the brakes and control a lot. And um, what, what, is, what is my issue there? Where does that come from? Well, that comes from fear as well. Any Anytime someone tries to control something that they can't control, think of uh, a fear of heights. You can't control the cer- situation you're in, so you're afraid. It's your natural body re- response. However, what you're afraid of is the failure that you'll feel. Being afraid to fail, being afraid to fall, being afraid to not measure up uh, to people's expectations and mainly your own expectations of what you've set for yourself. If it doesn't happen right away, then clearly it wasn't meant to be and we move on. And that's not necessarily mm. the, the area that we want to focus on. Um, a lot of people will talk about the law of attraction and if it doesn't, you know, there's no synchronicities and things like that, then that means that it's not meant for you. And that's not necessarily the case that sometimes you have to actually put some grit into it and some some push into it in order to see those things. Now, with us, we live by synchronicities pretty frequently. So we've gone past that push. We've gone past that grit. But in your physical reality, 
you need that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to push. Do uh, you have to do the work, if that makes mm. sense? Yeah, what you just said really resonates with me. Like you said something about um, like you try something, if it doesn't work right away, then you move, you go and move on to the next thing. I think that's been a big pattern for me in my life. I'm like, oh, let me try this. And then it loses a little momentum and I just move on to the next thing because that's new and exciting, right? Um, is that – well, my question is how do I – what do I need to do to get past this? Because this is coming up as like a pretty strong – blockage and I can see this patterning back throughout my life, throughout all of my relationships, throughout all of my projects, everything. How do I, what do I need to do to transcend this block here? You need to push past the block. You need to open the door and go past, go to the other side. Um, let me think of a different metaphor. You need to be able to go past the fear, the point of fear and realize that it's not as scary as you think it will be, that nothing bad will happen to you, that everything will still be okay, your world will still be intact, um, mm. and no one will look at you differently. In fact, people will probably respect you more than you're anticipating them not to. Mm. Um, and you'll respect yourself more because what will happen is you'll, you'll keep the promise that you've made to yourself instead of continuously letting yourself down which is what, you know, Ambie does as well, is that she makes promises to herself. And then she says, I'll do that at a later date. I've heard you guys talk about that before. And I heard you guys talk about that a little while ago. But she does do that. And there comes a point where you have to keep your promise to yourself. You have to say, I'm going to push past this unending and unknowing what will happen on the other side. And that's fine because I know that I am safe and I will be okay and I will be protected. And a lot of the times I know that, um, Ambie says this a lot, that you're sometimes the things that seem so terrible are actually gifts in disguise. Mm. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you mean by that? Like, what are you alluding to? Anything specific? Are you asking me about your future? Sure. Well, I'm not going to tell you your future, but what I am alluding to is let's say, for example, that you, Ambie, were to lose her job. Ambie has no income now. And for that, in that instance, she has to make live stream videos. She has to... Uh, okay. uh, do the things that she needs to do to get her business up and going, right? Mm -hmm. And from that, this flower blossoms of her really stepping into her power and her really being that person that she tells other people to be. And from there, from something that seemed to be dark and scary and unknowing, comes this, this immersion into a butterfly, so I know that you both resonate very, very strongly with caterpillars and butterflies. So it's transitioning into that butterfly. Mm, okay. That's great. Um, I have a question that's popped into my mind. Uh, have Ambie and I worked together before, like in other lifetimes? Yes. What did we do together? You've worked together in many lifetimes before. Um, in one lifetime, you've actually fought 
side by side together. In another lifetime, uh, you were mother and daughter. In another lifetime, <laughs> you were friends. You've worked together in many aspects in different um, areas of knowing each other. And in each lifetime, the main thing remains is that you push each other to be better. Um, hmm. And you really keep going. And that that is what you've come together to do this time. That's what your agreement was this time is really to push each other when you needed it the most. Mm. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that really, I feel that. Um, I was thinking today when she and I were having a conversation, I was like, I just feel like our connection is way deeper than just like these podcast hosts. Like I definitely obviously feel like we've yeah known each other for a while. Um, okay. That's cool. Um, well, so Ambie had another question. Um, she recently was with a coworker who wasn't feeling well, um, who said she was feeling extremely dizzy, uh, like had to lay down, just something was weird was going on. And Ambie felt intuitively um, she got the impulse to try to put her hands over this um, coworker and like heal her, like do energy healing, even though Ambie has never done that before. And she did this and she said she saw inside, in her mind's eye, she saw, she saw inside the coworker's head this like brown stuff. And then she envisioned herself pulling that out. And she did. And when she did, um, first of all, she immediately heard a voice in her head said, you don't know what you're doing, kind of like scolding her. And then the coworker jumped up and was like, what did you just do? And Ambie was like, what do you mean? She's like, my, I feel completely different. Like, I feel 100% better. Like, what did you do? And then Ambie was feeling really dizzy and weird and whatever. And one of our energy, one of our uh, Reiki friends was saying that she basically like took on that coworker's energy. So what was going on there? What happened? Do you remember in the beginning when I told you both that you are capable of more things than you understand? Yes. These are one of those things. A lot of people understand this and a lot of people will do uh, different surgeries to help other people energetically. This is what Ambie was doing unknowns to her. And this is why she was told not to do this work because there are some things that you need to learn and you need to ease yourself into. Ambie, love her, is one of the people that feels like she's she understands that humans are capable of far more than you give yourself credit for. So she is of the mentality that if I can give it a try, I might be able to do it. And part of her thinks it's not going to happen. Part of her knows it will happen because she's actually had it done on her before several times. So her intentions were good. But when she took on that person's energy, she took on far more than just the energy. She took on the lesson that the person needed to learn. She took on a lot of the um, areas of growth that that person needed to grow. And she didn't give the person the opportunity to do those things. And that's what we were talking about when we said, you're doing something that you don't understand here. Mm. So we were trying to help her. We we weren't trying to scold her, but we were trying to help her in the aspect of this is something that you don't quite understand yet. And this isn't your area of, of growth. She's very open to a lot of ideas, but her area of growth and her area of helping people is really only in certain areas, speaking to people that have passed, 
psychically talking to other things and then channeling different entities. That's her area that we really want her to focus on. So when she gets into other areas of healing and uh, remote viewing, teleportation, things of that area that she doesn't really know a lot about, we kind of have to stop and pump the brakes with her because she's just going in too many directions at one time. Mm, Lack of focus. Lack of focus. Very well said, yes. Okay. Well, so what is the area that you want me to focus on? Shifting things around, shifting, shifting different ideas, waking people up. What do you mean by shifting ideas? Shifting ideas by communicating to people other ways of looking at things? Communication is just one way. You being around other people energetically is one of the main ways that you are shifting people's perspectives just by being you. You are the gift, and that's what you don't understand either. You are the gift. You are this ability. This is you. Just like Ambie is the gift. Just like anybody else is the gift. There's nothing else that you need to do but follow your instincts and be yourself. That is it. That's all that you're required to do. Okay. Can I ask you another question about that? Mm-hmm. I... when I went to Burning Man this year, I've never felt so much like myself. Like I literally had almost – I was like, whoa, this is who I am. I forgot. This is what it's like to be me, you know? And I felt so free and so just exactly what you're saying, like like that I could just walk around and just be the gift, just be happy and it was helping people, you know? And then I came home and I was alone again and I suddenly realized that I'm really afraid to like I really don't like being alone and I've really been alone a lot of my life and I what by alone I just mean kind of isolated in certain ways like I work from home and I spend a lot of time alone and I truly feel like I'm supposed to be around people like especially now like I'm supposed to be around people and I'm just wondering like what why what is my path there why have you created this Yes, sure. you've created you've created this. You live in yeah. this city right. and you feel alone. So you're literally surrounded by other humans and you feel alone. Mm-hmm. Take that in. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> okay. yeah. you have created a way of earning an income where you're by mm-hmm. yourself all day long. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of other people can say that. Mm-hmm. So why have you created this for yourself is a better question. Why have you done that? What lessons have you learned from this? And are you done with the test? Because these are the questions. This is something for you to learn. If you don't want to be alone anymore, then don't be. Then stop it. It's just that easy. Okay. Yeah. Go make new friends. I I hear you. Go out and go make new friends with people. And go out every day and do something different that challenges you. Got it. Yep. I hear that. Okay. I understand. I understand completely. Um, All right, John. Well, is there anything that you would like uh, the listeners to know? Anything that you'd like the collective to know about what's going on right now or what's going on with them? Be easy on yourselves. We love you so much. There's There's nothing you're doing wrong. It's all perfect. This energy will pass, and we love you. Okay. Thank you. Are you back, Ambie? No. I'm like... Halfway. Halfway. I'm like not ready to open my eyes and like 
stop rocking. But okay. like, I get it. I'm here. I'm hold on. My headache's coming, so it's you're good. fine. You're fine. feel so small because he's so big yeah I just feel so small so interesting so interesting that is interesting because today uh I was watching um Sydney Campos who we actually had on the podcast uh did a past life regression and she posted the entire thing on YouTube like her entire regression and I watched like 30 minutes of it but I, I'm going to watch the whole thing, but I just – I could only watch 30 minutes at the time. And um, she said that she was – it was so interesting. She was describing herself as like this energy. She, it was just an energy, right? Like essentially it was formless. She could be whatever form she wanted. And it was this whole detail of like how she was realizing that she was just kind of like could create herself however she wanted and that she was just in this space that was constantly transforming based on what she wanted to see. And then – Somehow it went to like she went into this space where she saw planet Earth, right? And she said – and the practitioner was like, well, what is it like? Like what – she's like, it feels like a toy. She's like, it feels like the feeling that you get when you're like, oh, it's a tiny little toy. Like, like, oh, like fun, you know, like I can – what is this? Like I can play with this. She described it as – and she was giggling. She was like – she truly felt like it was something – so tiny and so small and then she was getting all excited because she got to choose like which lifetime she came into. She was like – she described them as games, like board games that she was going through. Like which one do I want to play, you know? And I was – she described size quite a bit about how the sizing of things was so interesting and how it was so tiny and that's – so that's interesting. Yeah, it's um, – that is interesting. I like that that view of it. I did a past life regression a couple of years ago and that was not my experience. What was your <laughs> Like my experience was I felt like when I came to, I felt like I was making everything up. Like it was all just a dream. But as it was happening, it felt like I could feel my heartbeat very, very quickly. And like, I could feel the fear and like, it was just a lot of like it, it physically, I, I knew what was happening to my body and it was very, um, it felt real. Like it felt like my heart was beating and I was sweating because I was hiding from someone and it was, it felt very real. But afterwards, I guess I'm, I'm very, um, analytical. And so like, I tried to research some of the things that I saw and it didn't match up. So I was like, I probably just made that up. Like I probably just saw that somewhere. And at the time I was watching this show called the rain or rain. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I was like, it's probably because I watched that show. Like it just wasn't adding up. So, mm. well, but what I she didn't, was, well, what she was describing, ahead. I've no. I mean, I don't know what could add. I don't know. It's yeah. No, I'm not saying she made it up because oh, I don't, no, I'm no. not saying that at all. I don't think she did. But, um, I mean, I did have like this, one of the images was pretty like freaking wild. Like after I died, which I was really concerned about the dying process and like how that would feel. And Mm. I could smell the blood around me, but it didn't, it wasn't painful. Does that make Mm. sense? Yeah, it does. So, um, I could smell like that iron smell and then I lifted up and I was like going 
um, I was face down watching everything happen. And then I would go up, 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 up. And then I could see like it was a farm and like where the field was and then up higher. And it was like an, like I was on an airplane, like everything was very small and then even higher. And then my body rotated and I was facing towards the sky. Mm. And as I was going up, all of a sudden, like it became nothing. And then it was like what you imagine heaven to be like. It was like clouds everywhere. And just like this ball of bright light came to me. And the practitioner was like, is that God? And I was like, no, it's not God. It's my guide. But it was just like a bright light. Mm. And then it was like all of these other people that I had known when I was physically here. And the guide kept saying, you can't stay here. You have to go back. You have to go back. And then it stopped and it was done. And I didn't understand <laughs> what was happening. And what they said, the practitioner said was um, in my, that life that I went to, I had killed myself. And um, when she said that every single time she talks to somebody that has killed themselves, they have the same experience. They're told they can't stay and they have to go back. Right. Well, that makes so sense. Very, I know, but it's just, I think like that's, that's like a scientific study. Like if you have multiple people telling you the same information, that's mind blowing to me. You yeah, know? totally. Wow. That's crazy. I think I remember you, yeah, briefly telling me that, but that's, yeah, that's wild. And now I really want to do one. But anyway. You should do it. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. I do. I do want to. I looked into it before, but then I like forgot about it for a while, but it's popping back up. So it probably means that I need to do it. Um, well, do you remember what John was saying about us in past lives? Yeah, I do remember that. When he was saying it, I got this image of like us being witches. and like, I knew it. Going through <laughs> some like crazy shit. But I didn't want to jump in and be like, oh, my God. So Wait, I what other to, like, crazy shit? Like, um, I've always like, known that I was a witch in a past life. Yeah, like being burned alive, essentially. Oh, I kn- I've always known that. I've yeah, always sure. had a fear of that, like to the point to where when I was a kid, I would literally be like, I don't want to tell them because they're going to burn me alive. Like, how <laughs> insane is that? It's not like a normal <laughs> reaction. I don't want my mom to get mad at me. She's going to burn me alive. She's going to burn me alive, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. no. And then, like, when he said fighting, I got this image of, like, um, like kind of like a Roman fighting, which is very strange. I've always, oh my God, that's crazy because I literally have always felt like I was in Roman times. Like people say, yeah, like we were guys, guys, yeah, dudes, yeah, dudes. Yeah. Okay, now the dog, the dog, like this. Hey, Layla, come here. hold on, hold on. Okay, um, wait, yeah. What other? Did you get any other images when he was saying what about um, mother and daughter? Because that one, I was the mother like, oh and my daughter. God. You know, I didn't. That one wasn't as clear because that one kind of um, the side that I was listening to. I was like, whoa. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling like um, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know who's who. I don't know who's <laughs> who. But it was a, like a mother a daughter dynamic. But it was like one of us died before supposed oh, no. to. Oh no. Maybe. Maybe I was the mom and that's why I'm afraid my kids are going to die. Maybe you died. Oh, my God. I've always thought that I was going to die really – like I always had that in my mind that something was going to happen to me and I would like die in like some sudden thing. I don't know. Oh, my God. Knows. Maybe it was yeah. both. Maybe we were – Maybe it role. was. 
I feel like it's like hard. To, it's like when you, <laughs> I don't know. It's just freaking crazy. Um, but there were when I did the past life regression, there was like someone there that I have known in this life, and it like blew my fucking mind. Whoa! Because when I did the past life regression, I didn't know you at the time. Yeah. So it like blew my mind that this person was. Wait, you just in that life. But you are you saying you don't know who that person was or No, I know who it was. Oh. It was it was um one of my exes, Dennis. And <laughs> Wait, it was, oh, oh, I thought you said it was one of my exes dentists. And I was like, no. what? <laughs> that is so random. It was my dentist like two months yeah. ago. It was real weird. No. Oh, one of um, your exes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got and it. In this past life, he was, like, it was not a romantic relationship, but he was just, like, my um, keeper because, like, I was a really old lady. So he just, like, (laughs) helped me. It was very strange. That's why I was, like, maybe I just made all this shit up. I don't know, man. Like, this is weird. But, like, the way that the houses were made – do you want me to just share the story why we're here? How much time do we have? Sure. Are you have to go? It's 437. Yeah, but I mean, whatever we can. Well, I I am more actually. Why don't we we can do like another? I was thinking I'm more interested in what like um John. Yeah. yeah said to you. That. Yes. Go ahead. Or do you what remember? Did he, what did he say about me? Um, can you re- tell me that? A yeah. Bit? He when I asked what is she so afraid of, he listed off like a, a lot of things, but he was like basically saying. That did he say squirrels? No, he did not say squirrel. That's good. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> no, me out. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, he said – Um, he basically was saying like if you quit your job – he was saying that like a lot of monetary th- – a lot of physical things are kind of getting in your way. Like um, that, like there's a lot of physical things you kind of don't want to let go of and that's part of the fear. It's like, you know, because mm-hmm. as you've decided – as you've discovered that you can cr- – that you truly are creating your own reality, that. right? That now yeah. you, you want more and so more So it's and more. like – that's true. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I want like a new car and oh, yeah. I want like all of these things that like don't fucking matter. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I want to like – go off grid and like live in the woods. So like, it's very different. It's very, um, two different things. And I'm so concerned about how, if I don't have money, how am I going to keep my house? And if I don't have a job, how am I going to do this? And I really like going on vacations and I really like our bed and like all of these like (laughs) things that like are so crazy, you know? Well, and he was saying like, that's distracting you and that, um, what else he's saying? He was, I was like, he was talking about you and your job. And I was like, well, are you saying she should quit her job? He said, well, if she quits her job, it's going to be a lot, in a way, a lot easier because she's going to be forced to do these things that right now she's making excuses for and not doing as much as she should be doing, basically. But if you, but she was like, and, but he's like, but then there's going to be financial stress. He's like, but we'll help her out with that. And I was like, what do you mean you'll help her out with that? And he's like, well, we'll make sure that she's taken care of. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, all right, sugar daddy, John, you're hooking it up. Cool. Um, 
<laughs> like I've never heard him say I say it like that before. He's like, oh, we'll make sure. Well, yeah, we'll make sure she takes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got oh. her. Don't oh, worry okay. about her, Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was like that. It was like, oh, she'll be taken care of. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> oh, like, oh, it's like that. Okay. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was just saying you need to, like, take the leap and jump. And I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, does that mean quit her job? And he was like, well, yeah, it would be easier. She would do that essentially because you'd be forced into that position. But, you know, she doesn't have to. And um, then I asked about the energy, the healing thing. Do, do you remember that? The oh, healing with uh, my coworker, yes. Yeah. Yes. And what he said about that. which And then he said, oh, yeah, that I'm doing too many things that – at yeah. one time and I just need to focus on but I yeah yeah but I also thought it was interesting that he was like um he was like she, when when he said like she didn't only just take on the energy of of her coworker she took on the lessons that that coworker was supposed to learn and I thought yeah. that was really interesting because it's like that was a lesson for you and like it, it, it just goes back to all of that, you know, like we keep trying to like save the world and thinking we're supposed to like save the world and save everybody mm. and we're also like, you know, we're all into like how the universe works so we think that like we know – I'm saying this for me too. Like we think we know. Like we know better than someone. Yeah, like hold on, yeah. let me do this. Like I got this type of thing. And it's truly like, you know, especially when people are sick, I, I've – I feel like that is like their biggest lesson to learn of like, why are you sick? Well, it's really because of what you're doing to yourself, right? And when we try mm. to jump in and save them, it's essentially robbing them of their own of evolution, right? So I just thought, I don't know, that's kind of part just jumped out at me, like of like taking the lessons away from the the, the coworker and like how that is like your lesson to learn from it. Um, yeah, that's an interesting, actually a very interesting point of view because um, I hadn't looked at it like that. I just was yeah. kind of like, what's happening? Should I be doing that now? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And and I thought it was interesting. And he said, no. He said, just chill. Just stop. Yeah. And stop then doing so much. Well, just, Go ahead. Just, just focus. Just focus on where you're going and like let – I think what he was saying was let that momentum build up in what you're really good at and what you're – like prime purposes here, which is like speaking with spirits and uh, bridging that gap and like uh, helping people get clarity basically and channeling and bringing these messages through is he's like, he's like, I think what he's saying is like, you, you've just begun really with that. So like get that momentum going where you like got it and you, ex that will help you expand into what you're supposed to expand into. But by kind of being like, oh, well, well, maybe I could do this and maybe I should be trying this. It's like you're spreading your energy too thin. Which yeah. I can totally relate to as well. So Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, no, that was insightful. That was a quick and short and sweet and uh, compact uh, channeling. So thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. My head doesn't hurt as bad as uh, the other time. So it's good. good. You're, it's you're good. Growing. It's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I like listened because I was like, oh, you're going to need to have his seat again. Yeah. So I did instead of like walking around. I don't know why I always feel like. And I'm just going to say this on the podcast and be super vulnerable, but I always feel like I can't do it or I can't like connect to like spirit or like um, anything if I'm not walking. Right. And yeah. then I do, I like, I do connect when I'm not walking and I'm like, oh, I did it. Well, good for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that was a one time fluke. And, it, and in reality, it's like I'm using it as a crutch. Yeah. 
So Well, yeah, it's just like how you've done it. So it feels uncomfortable to do it without it. And then you think, oh, I need to do that to do it. But you've had like many instances now where you haven't had to do that. So it's it's building out. And what I notice is – and like listeners, if you're – if you've noticed this too, let us know because I think it's super obvious this time. Your channeling is getting much smoother. Like it it feels so it, – it's not it, – it feels like very natural. Like it sounds different than the other times. Like it's, it's quicker. It's smoother. It's like more integrated. It feels like very – like there's no lag time. There's no anything. It's just very like it's – I don't know. It feels very direct. Yeah. Well, thank you because I'm not, um, fighting so much against it. Exactly. Like the only time that I really like was fighting against it was when I saw the images of us being witches and I was like, what? <laughs> Hold up. Like, Did that we have hats? Only... No, it wasn't like, like Halloween witches. It was okay, like we legit, like, like, like in the witch. woods. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, cool. I'm I'm glad that's confirmed because I've always felt that. So sweet. Yeah. Witch club. <laughs> gotta start. That's gotta be like a t-shirt or something like witch club or something. Witch like club. That. Oh yeah. my god, I love that. I witch love gang. That. Witch gang. I like that. Yeah. Make those shirts. And make and have like the west side like symbol up like witch gang. <laughs> I'm glad we can like laugh about a little like witch hat on top of it. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah like a little witch about. hat on top of like the index finger, like witch gang. Yes. Witch yeah. gang. Watch out. <laughs> Cast some spells on you. Oh my gosh. That's my witch. That's my witch cackle, you guys. Um, okay. Anyway. Good one. Can I just you. share really fast that yeah. we're in a hurricane and my neighbors are swimming in their pool right now in a hurricane? Swimming? Yeah, that's don't a good time. Don't they know about – don't they know that we're witches? And we'll they don't even care, man. Either. They don't even care. They're like, witches, no witches, hurricane, no hurricane. We're I'm going to use swimming. my pool. I pay for this pool and I'm going to use it. Like, I'm using this yeah. pool last weekend of the summer. <laughs> Doesn't matter how cold it is. I'm going to be in the pool every day. In the rain. Yeah. I want to see them in the snow. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I hope uh, you all stay – Is it? Is the hurricane definitely coming your way? Um, no, it's actually, it missed us and it's just kind of circling around. We're supposed to get like, I don't know, some rain, but we haven't had any rain lately. It's just been a little sprinkle here and there. And actually it's been like so nice outside. The wind is blowing. So the humidity has gone and it's not as hot as it normally is. It's like actually a pretty good day to go swimming in the pool. I'm not going to lie to you. So the people in the pool aren't that crazy after all. But. No, they like actually have a really good idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> so maybe you should get in your pool. Um. <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> all right. Well, this was lovely, lovely conversation with John. Um, thank you all for listening. And um, if you haven't rated or reviewed, shoot us one on iTunes. Uh, we're on CastBox and uh, all the social media channels. Uh, Instagram and Facebook and all the things. Yeah, so, be our Facebook friend. Yeah, be Facebook our Facebook us. <laughs> Facebook me. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye.
Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 